Chapter Seventeen of the Castle of the Carpathians by Jules Verne. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joe Denoya, Somerset, New Jersey. It would not have been forgotten that, according to the conversation between the Baron and Orphanic, the explosion should only have destroyed the castle after the departure of Rudolph de Gortz. But at the time the explosion took place, it was impossible for the Baron to have had time to escape through the tunnel. In the transport of grief, in the folly of despair, unconscious of what he did. Had then Rodolphe de Gortz brought on an immediate catastrophe on which he could be but the first victim? After the incomprehensible words which had escaped him when Roscoe's bullet had broken the box he carried, had he intended to bury himself beneath the ruins of the castle? In any case, it was very fortunate that the police, surprised by Roscoe's shot, were at a considerable distance when the explosion shook the ground. Only a few of them were struck by the fragments which fell over the plateau. Roscoe and the forester were alone at the base of the curtain, and it was indeed a miracle that they were not killed by the shower of stones. The explosion had done its work when Roscoe, Nick Deck, and the police entered the enclosure over the ditch, which had then nearly filled up by the fall of the walls. Fifty yards within the wall, at the base of the dungeon, a body was found among the ruins. It was that of Rodolphe de Gortz. A few old people of the district, among others Master Colts, recognized him perfectly. Roscoe and Nick Deck sought only to discover the young count. As Franz had not appeared in the time arranged with his man, it followed that he had been unable to escape from the castle. But could Roscoe hope that he had survived, and that he was not one of the victims of the catastrophe? And so he cried, and Nick Deck did not know what to do to soothe him. However, in about half an hour the young Count was found on the first floor of the dungeon, beneath one of the buttresses which had saved him from being crushed. My master, my poor master! Count! Such were the first words uttered by Roscoe and Nick Deck as they bent over Franz. They believed him dead. He had only fainted. Franz opened his eyes but his wandering look did not seem to recognize Roscoe, nor did he hear him. Nick Deck, who had raised the young Count in his arms, spoke to him again, but he made no reply. The last words of Lestilla's song escaped from his lips. Enamorata Voglimore. Franz de Telec was mad. End of chapter 17